The financial regulator ASIC has been caught with its pants down, covering up its failure to police white-collar crime. I'm Robert Barwick of the Citizens Party. The Senate inquiry into the Sterling First affair that left over 100 elderly victims facing eviction has revealed shocking new evidence that they are losing their homes because ASIC has been covering up its catastrophic failures. The Sterling First affair is the tip of the iceberg. Over 200,000 Australians have suffered more than $40 billion in losses from dodgy financial schemes in recent decades. The ongoing Senate inquiry into the Sterling First affair may well represent a tipping point in the fight to close down the paradise for white-collar crime and to get compensation for the victims of these crimes. We'll tell you the details in a minute, but first, we're asking you to join with the Citizens Party in this fight. You or your loved ones could easily be the next victims unless something is done and fast. Click the Learn More link to get involved in our efforts. Vulnerable elderly people were offered rent for life by Sterling First for a large sum in the range of hundreds of thousands of dollars. They thought they were putting their money into a trust that would pay their rent. Instead, they were duped into a complex managed investment scheme. When the Sterling First scam collapsed in 2019, these elderly victims were robbed of their life savings. The victims now face evictions, which have already started. Broken-hearted and betrayed, many are battling terminal illness and 17 have already died. The victims' appeals to the government were given the cold shoulder for over two years. For two years, the Morrison government called them investors instead of victims of fraud and offered them this advice, let the buyer beware. The Citizens Party found out about this tragedy and in June 2021, we got involved. We mobilised a flood of emails and phone calls to politicians and organised video conferences with the victims. Finally, this effort paid off. A Senate inquiry into the Sterling First affair is underway and the hearings have been dramatic. The regulator, ASIC, is in the spotlight. The business-friendly head of ASIC, Joe Longo, told the Senate they'd followed the correct procedures. But the testimony from witnesses, including former employees of ASIC, showed Longo was speaking with a forked tongue. Former ASIC investigator Niall Coburn testified at the inquiry and directly contradicted Longo. It's not slow of the mark, it's a failure to act, and they are two different things. The Senate inquiry forced ASIC to release new documents. Here's a few examples. In February of 2015, ASIC received a complaint from the Financial Ombudsman Service that an applicant, quote, had been misled into investing into a wholesale trust. ASIC's response? No further action. In June of 2015, an ASIC staffer lodged a report regarding Sterling First advertising. The report said Sterling First was engaged in, quote, misleading or deceptive conduct. ASIC's response? No further action. In September 2016, ASIC received a complaint about Sterling First. The person could not withdraw their funds as promised. ASIC's response? No further action. ASIC has been caught red-handed in willful negligence and then trying to cover up. Why has this happened? Maybe it has something to do with putting the fox in charge of the hen house, or more like putting a gangster in charge of the police force. I am referring to Nicholas Moore. 
He is the banker recently appointed to chair the Financial Regulator Assessment Authority. This agency was established after the Banking Royal Commission of 2018 revealed shocking abuses and crimes by the banking system. The FRAA is supposed to be a watchdog over the other financial regulators, including ASIC. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg chose Nicholas Moore to be the head of the new agency. The Citizens Party has already long since exposed Nicholas Moore as the last guy in the world you'd want to have as head of a watchdog group. Nicholas Moore is the head of the Centre for Independent Studies and also the former CEO of Macquarie Bank. Nicholas Moore and the Centre for Independent Studies have championed deregulation of the financial system for decades. What a joke. The guy who's supposed to be the watchdog over financial regulators is against regulation, but it gets worse, much worse. Nicholas Moore has recently been named as a person of interest in an ongoing criminal investigation into a scandal in which the German government was defrauded of over $80 billion. ABC reported on this affair on November 28. Macquarie Bank was right in the middle of it. And Nicholas Moore was the CEO of Macquarie Bank. So how could more than 200,000 Australians lose more than $40 billion since 2008? How could ASIC have been so negligent? Why is Australia called a paradise for white-collar criminals? Because the government that would appoint Nicholas Moore, which would be like appointing Al Capone as the chief of police, has made a joke of financial regulation. But the Senate inquiry into the Sterling First affair promises to knock down this house of cards. In the Sterling First affair, it is now cut and dried that ASIC did not do its job. Therefore, clearly, the victims of Sterling First deserve to be compensated by the government. It was the government's fault they were defrauded. Their compensation would amount to $18.5 million. That's a drop in the bucket. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg could wave his hand and it would happen in an instant. But for them to compensate these victims, the government would have to admit it was their fault. If they admit it's their fault, how many other victims would want to be compensated? That's precisely the point. The fact is, over 200,000 Australians were defrauded because ASIC has been kept weak and ineffective. So demanding compensation for the Sterling First victims is a crack in the dam of the cover-up of white-collar crime. Our job is to escalate the pressure on the Senate so they break apart the cover-up and get honest regulators who will protect the Australian people. If that sounds like something you'd like to be part of, follow the link to get involved with us. The Citizens Party is the driving force behind breaking the stranglehold of the big four banking monopoly. It is urgent to take action before you or your loved ones are victimised by this corrupt system. Authorised by Craig Isherwood, Citizens Party, Melbourne.